please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. Hey guys, welcome to I Love Gringo Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age, newspapers, television, and radio lift out the Green Guide. I am Steel Saunders, and I do love those Green Guide letters. Extended Remix. <laughs> Chomp on that. We are in the podcasting lounge and we are podcasting. It is a beautiful, sunny, overcast Melbourne day. <laughs> I <laughs> Well, I could feel the sun and then I turned around for a uh, eyeball check and I was like, oh. It's those... a little oxymoronic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen, I admit it, I am no larkin. All right. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is? Let's face it. <laughs> Sometimes Larkin is not at full Larkin esque. I would, I would love it if during this podcast someone came up behind you and started saying hi, mum. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be properly Larkin. <laughs> Jerry is creeping around the mantle, so he uh, is. Uh, Here's a here's a here's a, a secret story. You can put this in the Mister Black section. Uh-huh. Larkin pre-records the weather. No. It's not live weather. Oh, how many days ahead? Otherwise, there would be dicks on television. Oh, all the time. Because he's always on location. Yes. They pre-record it. (laughs) Oh, man. But it hasn't stopped a few other incidents. Oh, no, but not with Larkin. It's with other people. (laughs) (laughs) There's never never nudity on Larkin. No. It's always pre-recorded taped weather. Well, the weather's a lie anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How does taping it going to change it? He doesn't seem to have down days, does he? No. No, he's, he's he never, he never flubs up. his lines. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Recorded weather, people. Hates a flub. Let's introduce our uh, letter lovers today. Very exciting. Our first guest is uh, is in the elite group of dream guests. Ooh. So, I'm wake up. all the time. I don't know how I'm a dream If guest. you're on the Hertzbridge <laughs> line, if you're on the Hertzbridge line, wake up. This is not a dream. You about to get checked for your Mikey card and maybe physically harassed. But... <laughs> Until then, whether in front of the camera or behind the scenes at Working Dog, our first guest has provided us with the gold standard of Australian TV comedy. Over the years, we've frontlined the panel, The Late Show, and today she is lowering her standards. <laughs> Please welcome Jane Kennedy. Oh, thanks, Steele, and other mystery guests <laughs> who hasn't been introduced, but you've got to know that laugh. Yeah, that, that is... The snake. Our <laughs> second guest, to paraphrase Josh Earl, he was hit by ABC cuts before it was cool. <laughs> Please welcome from Dubbo FM, it is the snake, Adam Richard. Uh, you know that ABC have uh, become like a commercial television station now? Because it's like out of ratings period. It's getting to that end of the year where no one watches TV. So they're repeating not only my old show, Outland, but they're showing the final six episodes of Spicks and Specs that never went to <laughs> Well, air. fantastic. I'm the summer fill-in. I'm the king of queens of the ABC. I think Adam Richard is writing his own Green Guide letter. <laughs> ABC, why didn't you show me when it counted? <laughs> I never want out of ratings period because I watch TV all oh, the so time. I. I've I'm never, I never have downtime. How cruel. <laughs> what know. are they talking about to do this non-rating? Oh, it's business? because other people are out. Some people oh. leave the house in summer. Really? Yeah. How boring. Sickos. Yeah, rude. 
<laughs> rude. If you've I ever have... tried to drive down Punt Road in summer, you know it's a nightmare. Just stay home. Oh, <sighs> put the air conditioner on. Tell yes. your children that, you know, they'll all get skin cancer if they go outside. <laughs> <laughs> just scare them a little and then just gather them around the television. Bolt them down. <laughs> some good old family fun. <laughs> That's what I say. Punt Road, I did uh, Nova with Nate Valvo the other morning. Oh, fun. And you have to get there at, you know, like 5.30 in the morning. Mm. I drove down Punt Road. That would solve none of this. You don't need any of these CityLink businesses. Just make it 5.30 a.m. All the time. Oh, <laughs> oh, you mean as in zip traffic? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, used, I used to live in Clifton Hill and worked at Fox, which was in St Kilda Road way back when. And to get to work at five o'clock in the morning down Punt Road took 15 minutes. Mm. That's it. Oh, It's really efficient when there's no other cars there. I, I agree. <laughs> I used to um, live in Richmond and when I worked on Triple M... When it changed so many the times. Rock Force. Triple, triple M. <laughs> I was, it was quite unusual because I'm actually a female who actually worked at Triple M. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Shocking <laughs> confession for Jane go. Kennedy. I worked there for two days as the girl on the street. I'm like, oh, really? this is how blokey the station is now. <laughs> They've had to get an effeminate man to be the girl on the street. <laughs> Is it's such my music? I have to yeah. say, it's I so my music. Of, I, I know love more it. women that listen to Triple M than men. Mm. No, I really, I did it, but I used to read the news originally when I started radio, and I could time it that I had to read the six AM bulletin. Mm. I could time it; they could still be in bed in Richmond at twenty to six. No, oh. I swear to God, <laughs> I would jump up, put on whatever, or maybe I went. What I was wearing, maybe I slept in clothes from the night before. <laughs> I got in my Datsun 180B. Oh. And I oh. just went, boom. I ran in the door. And because I was so spoiled when I first started in radio and I was such an imposter, I was not a journalist at all, they would write the bulletins for me. Oh, wow. So I'd rock up and boom, the bulletin was there. And I just read it. One minute to six, flying through the. Dun 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 dun. That's the Triple M theme. They've actually brought it back. It's still current. I now feel like a Coke. And I was like, "Good morning. It's six a.m. on Triple M. Jane Kennedy here. Polly's in Canberra have got a problem with, but you know, blah blah blah. Got that." On the dot. Oh, Did wow. it nearly every day. But at least you could give a very honest traffic report. <laughs> yeah, I could say. <laughs> All clear on Punt Road. <laughs> Trust me, nothing. Nothing there. Because <laughs> you, you, I used to listen when I was, I don't want to make you feel old. No, it made me feel old. I was in high school. Yeah, uh, no, that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. <laughs> um, and... Because you used to, you started off just reading the news and then you became yes. part of the team. I did. After a while. Yeah. yeah. How did that happen? Were you just oh, look, making the said, news too funny? Well, I, oh, my heart wasn't in it. I, I, Santo, when he was on the show, mm. he told a story and said it, it revolved around a very tragic news report and a chocolate eclair. <laughs> <laughs> For once in his life, Santo's correct. <laughs> I, I probably wasn't ever really suited to being a straight newsreader. Right. And I always enjoyed And sometimes the guys would pull me in to do the occasional female voice. Before then, I think they were all doing the Monty Python thing. Oh, well, they were being the ladies. They were all being the ladies as well. <laughs> and, uh, I would that really upsets me! I was about to say, <laughs> present company. 
It's not a lady's voice. It's a it dis- usually creeps me out. <laughs> it creeps me out too. But I'm quite enjoying it as I share a couch with you still. <laughs> anyway, I, in the end, was reading a very serious news spending about a mining disaster. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and um, the, we often got deliveries from Mr. Donut Donuts. <laughs> I love that in breakfast radio, people just bring you food. They just bring you food, but really bad because you get so fat yeah. when you do breakfast hey, radio. Because you have four meals a day. Yeah, How right. about an even unhealthier lifestyle? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just to hammer home that title too of what they made, Mr. Donut Donuts. <laughs> yeah, we get it. And they must have also done eclairs. And yeah. I think at one stage, one of the boys got a chocolate eclair in front of the glass and squeezed the cream out. <laughs> Near their nether regions. <laughs> <laughs> and I really, really, really pissed my pants laughing. And it's probably not a great idea when you're reading no. a serious news story. We used to do that to our newsreader all the time. Isn't that mean? I was always doing do press cams on the window. It's terrible. <laughs> and I couldn't, con- it was like. I went back to days when I was at school and church and not allowed to. It's that delicious yes. laughter. Oh, well, you're not allowed you're to You're just laugh. not allowed to. There, <laughs> there is nothing better than oh, not allowed to laugh laughter. There is nothing. Nothing better. It's the best. Mm, so I w- it was suggested I perhaps move out of the newsroom permanently. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think the guys felt good and went, shit, we better give her a gig. So did, 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 you, did anyone ever pull a Ron Burgundy on you and give you really... Unreadable copy. Yes, actually they did. <laughs> Honestly, like they did. And they used to put in... Um, but see, I loved football anyway, but they would put in all the really long woggy names, like all in a row for the tribunal or something. And I was determined to get them right. <laughs> so they just have only stories about Carlton. Yeah, well, it's about, I'm, I'm thinking Anthony Kudafidis, but I know that's not a... I can say that, but um, GNC Accuser... Um, you know, as I say, I know my footballers. Yes. Uh, so they did I was going to say, it couldn't, have been, it couldn't have been Christo because he was still in my Ange? class in year nine. No, no. <laughs> he was a bit young. Yeah. <laughs> I probably babysat him. <laughs> I, um, one of my favourite parts, speaking of uh, not like illegal laughing... Oh, yeah. Illegal laughing. Yes. Mm. Is on, on the late show on the ABC is when you would crack up, you would break character like <laughs> with the dodgy brothers and that sort of stuff. That was like, it was, there's no, there's none of that on TV like of seeing people break and snap. Because well, they tape everything. Yeah, everything nothing's live. And it was so fun to, like it was just. Well, first of all, I'm flattered you think I was in character. <laughs> <laughs> Because really, that was just me struggling with a script I'd been given about half an hour before we went to air. Had a couple of wines, and it was honestly, late on it was night. late. It was, it was ten o'clock. It started, and I ju- none of us felt we were actually on TV. We honestly had this out of body experience. Well, at least I did. Clearly, <laughs> where I just did not. I thought I was just mucking around. That's but that no. That's the thing at the ABC where like it's so late back. Your shows commissioned. And you never feel that it actually has been. No. Like, it, even now, like, when someone was <laughs> tweeting about, like, last week's Spicks and Specs, they're like, oh, are these new ones? It's like, yes, we oh. recorded them in May. And yes. you just go, did we? 
Did we make that show? I don't remember. <laughs> I could just. It is. It's really. Um... It's a weird. Like at commercial television, you're constantly reminded that you're making television yeah. and it costs a lot of money. And the pressure's and on. It. And if you don't yeah. rate. And yeah. But they're, you know, they're nice to you. Like they're kind of like, they make, they make you feel like you're doing them a favour by turning up. The ABC make you feel like they're doing you a favour <laughs> by giving you a camera. <laughs> Yeah. It's a weird situation. It is. It's a strange like workplace. Well, the thing with comedy, like caring, can sometimes kill it. Like if you're stressed or yeah. like it's it's not giving a shit. That also, sometimes... doing it three or four times can kill it. Mm. Like live television. Yeah. Then boom, it's gone. It's like that's why radio is great because yeah. you're, you know, you can't remember what you've said. You don't sort of replay it over and over, and you just feel a. a Biggest sense of freedom. You forget which country's miners you've offended. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's like one of That's the, right. One of the funniest right. shows on TV at the moment, sadly, is the morning show. Because Larry Emder is hysterical. He really isn't. He's he is, really... He's a great guy. And he just... He does. And also, I like today because I think Carl is just unreal. I yeah, just Carl am Stephen fascinated Levy. by Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I, he's like a grenade at the moment. He's really like, oh, where's this going to go? What's going to happen? I love it. It's, it's, it's also this end of the year. like from doing, Oh, yeah, yeah. From getting up at four o'clock in the morning every day, like you get to this end of the year and you are crazy. Yeah. Like for about the last three weeks. Yeah. You can You, can you smell, see their finish line. You can smell the Christmas holidays <laughs> and you're like, I just look. As long as I get through today, I'll yeah. be fine. And I reckon Carl has got full-on breakfast brain. I agree. And all the Christmas parties will be coming up. And, <laughs> and he's the first to admit he loves a drink and it's great. I just – every I'm tuning in every morning. In fact, actually, I'm doing the show on Thursday. I've been oh, doing cool. a few crosses from Melbourne. Oh, awesome. And I'm just, oh, what's Carl up to today? <laughs> I hope it's something outrageous. But it's the only live television that's on. Yeah. Is, is before midday. Stefanovic's sort of come from a little bit derided to a bit of a, a cult hero. Like he's really in the last sort of year or so, I, I feel like Stefanovic's like approval rating has gone through the roof. <laughs> I, I guess too, with the flying hours he's got and an innate sense of confidence, I guess too, when you just go, oh, fuck it, I think I'm just going to go this road. It's such a tight ship, those shows. Yeah. And I think he's just going, oh, why not? Let's just – I mean, and for commercial television to see people be themselves. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it, it does stand out. It's yeah. really difficult to um, – you don't, people who don't want to conform to what they you – mm. we know what the model should be. But that's why I would find it very difficult to do something on commercial television. That's I've annoying. tried it and I've done it sort of as a, as a hosty lady – and I just don't think I could do it because I'd have to really say what I think all the time. <laughs> it would get me in trouble. You do know you're on a show on Channel 10, yeah? I do know I'm on a show on Channel 10, but I'm, not in a sh- I'm in a show that's aimed at people that want to watch the show. So if I was on a morning television show or a Today show... I've, oh, the other like, thing with those shows... You can't really say, well, I think Tony Abbott's an asshole or... You know, yeah. you can't sort of really give your... Views. When Otherwise, a, people might write letters. Yeah. Yes, there you go. When you were in Triple M, did you ever have that weird thing where the boss would come in <laughs> and just kind of remind you that uh, there was an election coming up 
Oh and no, no, they we didn't. We're in the Liberal Party. We're in the pockets, and that oh they, my god, you yeah, maybe see, had to have I a mean. chat to Peter Costello and make him sound human if you could. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Which was bizarre because Peter Costello was really funny. Like I did not he expect is. him to be he is a really interesting, funny guy. No, we had at the time there was no agenda. And I think, you know, working with Tony Martin and Mick Malloy and yeah. Rob Tom Santo for someone to come to him and say, um, can you just um, <laughs> appeal a little more to um, <laughs> the Liberal Party voters? That would be terrific. <laughs> Those are the old know. days where you could do what you wanted on the radio. Yeah, and we didn't have air checks and we didn't have, mm. you know, some – 22-year-old former sales manager who's now running a station coming in and telling people what to do. My boss was Gary Pert for a while. There you go. That's a, 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 footballer. a footballer who probably listened to a lot of radio <laughs> <laughs> and he's very good at his job. He was. He was the sales <laughs> manager and then became the GM. And, you know, his most famous football moment is being on the bottom of the mark of the century with Gary Ablett <laughs> on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I find air checks... Bizarre. Mm. Bizarre. Because if you have employed radio people on commercial radio, mm. they're good, okay? They really know what they're doing. Comics know what they're doing, okay? And yep. and generally you've got a lot of flying hours before mm. you go get a gig. Yeah. So for somebody to sit down and say, yeah, at 20 past eight, I felt that could have been a little snappier. <laughs> I, honestly, I that's why I can never work in commercial radio because I'd have to punch someone in the face. Oh, uh, Working with Matt Tilly was really good because he'd done it for so long. Yeah, yeah. And he had worked it out. Like, what you do is you get on the front foot. Like, you go into an air check. We stopped having air checks because we'd get to the air check and Tilly would basically tick off all the things that he'd done wrong that morning. He knew. So before he would, the boss oh. could say it. So, it became like he kind of neutered the boss but in a way. what would Matt do wrong? This is what I mean. Oh, in a, is it in, wrong? A, in a three-hour show... You're guaranteed no. to have at least six <laughs> minutes that are a bit... Really? <laughs> Usually about ten to seven. <laughs> that, that's my favourite bit of listening radio yeah, before The first summer. hour. I, I thought he'd just, like, threaten management with prank calls. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did them. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there's some just on tape somewhere and he'd just go... Oh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I've got these if you ever... <laughs> Look, I, I just think everybody who's on radio at the moment is really, really good. Mm. Just, you know, leave them be. The worst thing They'll is sort like, it out. I was trying to describe it like what an air check was like. I said, it's A, you're having trouble getting over the fact that you know how awful it is to listen to your own voice. Right, like it's yeah. just that weird thing. You're like, oh, God, oh. is that what I sound like? So while you're trying to get over that, there's an, a human standing there telling you how terrible you are at your job. That's just excruciating. <laughs> There's all stick and no carrot in radio. Right. <laughs> yeah. Everyone hates hearing their own voice, but for you it must be even worse. <laughs> it is terrible. <laughs> so I'm laughing all the time. I, I, when I hear myself, I think, oh, my God, I sound so ocker. I'm so <laughs> Aussie, mate. Real this glamorous lady from South Yard. <laughs> and I'm just, oh, you know, there you go. <laughs> As Jane leans forward and cracks open a tinny at 11.30. Ah, love a VB in the morning. <laughs> hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that classic I Love Green Guide Letters clip. Now here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters 
Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download every episode just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters show where myself and previous guests answer listener-supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love GG letters. And then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Chang, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Coma, Paul Dempsey, professional wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jeselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalli, Andy Kinler, Kate Langbrook, Limo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphy, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwa, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and that's it. But we would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.